Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, episode number two. Uh, first of all, I just want to really say thank you to everyone out there that has subscribed to the podcast and everyone who has reviewed it. I uh, talked to several of you throughout the week who have said they had passed it on to their staffs or passed it on to other administrators, and just really appreciate uh, all of you all uh, spreading the word about about the new podcast. So thanks so much, and uh, looking forward to uh, to these next few episodes. So thank you again. Today we're going to talk about difficult conversations. And when I say, you know, do you want to have a difficult conversation, most of you right off the bat are going to say, no, it's not, not, the, not on the top of my list. It's not the first thing I look forward to in the morning is, is having a difficult conversation. But I want to challenge you today to think, think a little differently about these conversations. And so as we begin today, I want you to imagine that you have a difficult conversation coming up, whatever that looks like to you. Or think about one that you've had in the past uh, or one that that didn't particularly go as well as you thought it should have gone. Or maybe even one that you didn't think was going to be difficult that ended up, uh, as you came out on the other side, feeling extremely difficult. So let's think about that conversation, particularly if you've got one that's coming up. I want you to picture it in your mind and picture that person that you're going to have that conversation with. Think about where it'll take place. Think about where you'll be sitting. Think about where the other person will be sitting. Really envision yourself about to start that conversation. Just really think about that. How are you feeling right now? Maybe a little nervous? Heart rate gets up? A little tightness in the chest? Why is that? You know, you've never even had the conversation yet. The conversation hasn't even occurred. All you've done is thought about it. Isn't it interesting that we can literally work ourselves up and we can work ourselves into a tizzy over something that hadn't even happened? You know, for some of us, we can work ourselves up uh, with worry with things that never happen. You know, we envision the worst case scenario. We envision how things could go poorly, how things could go wrong. And so today, I want to challenge you to know that a difficult conversation really starts, it starts in your mind. And it starts in your mind by you telling yourself, well, the conversation is going to be difficult. And so what I would like for you to consider is that no conversation has to be difficult. No conversation has to be difficult. Conversations are different, and we can approach conversations in different ways. We can have different outcomes for different conversations. 
We can have conversations at home that might have one tone or, or one outcome to them, and we can have conversations at work that may have a different outcome. We can have conversations at work that are based on employee expectations. We can have conversations at work that are based on employee performance. We can have conversations at home that are just based on uh, wants in the, com- in, the, um, in the relationship with your spouse, right, or needs that you feel like you have in the relationship with your spouse, and they may not be able to meet those needs. We talked about that a little bit in the last podcast, but you can certainly ask for that. And as you think about those conversations, we have a tendency to let our minds wander. We have a tendency not to control our minds. We have a tendency to think that the worst case scenario is going to happen. And so today, I want us to think about the approach that we're going to have to a difficult conversation. I want you to think about this next person that you're going to talk to and how you want that outcome to be. And I want you to know that the only thing you really control in that conversation is you. The only thing you control in the conversation is what you bring to the table, what your thoughts are as you come into the, to the meeting, what your feelings are as you come into the meeting, and then how you want to try to direct that conversation to where you show up putting your best foot forward, serving yourself extremely well, regardless of what the other person says or does. And so as you think about having a difficult conversation, let's, let's, look, at, let's look at some steps in how you can approach these conversations. So step number one, why do you want to have the conversation in the first place? Ask yourself that question. Why do you want to have the conversation? Is it because the employee has fallen short of their expectations? Is it because you have an assistant coach who is not meeting your expectations when it comes to recruiting? Is it because you've got a coach and you're an administrator and they're not pulling their end of the weight in the department? Maybe they habitually show up late. Maybe they don't dress to the standards of the department. Maybe they're just not getting it done on the field or the court of competition. But in some regard, they're falling short. So you need to ask yourself, why do you want to have this conversation? So let's take, for example, we have a staff member that is late to staff meetings. Let's say they're five or six minutes late to three out of the last five staff meetings, and you know you need to address that. And maybe for you, that brings up some tension, brings up some anxiety. And so you have to decide in your mind right off the bat, all right, do I want to have this conversation? And if that answer is yes, then you say, okay, why do I want to have this conversation? Well, you want to have this conversation because your expectation of your staff is to be on time. And when your staff's not on time, not only are they not respecting your time, but they're not respecting the time of all of those around them. And so you've decided, yes, I do want to have this conversation. Step number one. Step number two, what's the goal of the conversation? What is the outcome that you want to happen once you have the conversation? So, for example, in this instance, you want the coach to start showing up on time. 
you know, for me personally, early is on time, on time is late. But if we can get to on time, that would be pretty good. So what's the goal of the conversation? So the goal of the conversation is for you to go in, you to show up as well as you can show up, you to have a frank conversation with the coach and say, these are the expectations. And the goal of the conversation as you come out on the other side is for the coach to start showing up on time to the meetings. So step three is to get the right mindset. Get the right mindset. What's the mindset that you want to have as you begin to think about the conversation that you're going to have with your employee? What do you want to think and feel as you go into this conversation? Now, this will determine how you show up. So let's say that the coach is is falling short on their wins and loss records. Let's say it's a coach that you've developed a friendship with, and you're having to go in and have this conversation about, you know what, you're just not meeting these expectations. You know, we've had three years of losing records. We've got to change some things here, or you're not going to be our coach anymore. So what do you want to think? What do you want to feel? What type of mindset do you want to have as you go into this into this discussion? Because the result of the conversation is something you control because of how you feel, how you show up. Do you come from a place of love? Do you come from a place of kindness and truth? Do you have some peace and understanding as you go into it? Because I'm sure all of us have went into conversations or had conversations with, with folks that the person on the other side comes at it really quick from a defensive mode, comes at it really quick from you've got to do this better or else, right? And that doesn't make any of us feel good. So imagine if you're sitting on the other side of the table, what that person would love to hear and how you would love to approach that. So step three, get into the right mindset. Step four, and this sounds pretty simple, but I think a lot of times people go into these conversations and they just, you know, it's kind of like throwing uh, throwing putty up against the wall and we'll see if it sticks because they don't have a plan. They get all worked up inside, get all nervous, have all this anxiety a week before they come into the conversation and they've not even taken time to make out a plan for how they want the conversation to go. And so here's some thoughts on having a plan for this quote-unquote, difficult conversation. The first, just like you're going to have a practice plan or, you know, you're going to have a game plan for how you're going to attack the day or how you want to have a vision for your life, you, you, you set up a plan. So the first part of the plan is, is the introduction. And you can imagine as you come in and you sit down and you have a little small talk, you might just start the conversation with something like this. Hey, I want to talk to you about something and it may not be easy for you to hear. It's not, it's not easy for me to say either, but I want to be upfront with you and totally honest with you because I'm doing this because I care about you. Now think about that. Somebody comes in and they tell you right off the bat, listen, I know this is probably going to be difficult to hear. And trust me, it's difficult for me to say because this is not on the top of my list of the type of conversation that I want to have every day. But if you come at it from that angle, the person automatically is going to have a little bit of a sense of relief. They're going to automatically think, oh, well, maybe he's on my side. Maybe, I, maybe this is a safe environment, right? So think about that. Think about how 
you would love to be treated and think about how you want to set up your introduction. Then get the facts down. You know, don't lead with an opinion. Don't lead with your feelings. You know, if you come in and you say, look, Joe, you need to be more professional. Joe's looking over there going, what is it? Why is he coming at me like this? And what does he even mean? I need to be more professional. What does that really mean? You know, you need to be more respectful. You need to be nicer to people. You need to do a better job. Let me give you this one. You need to do a better job recruiting. If you're an assistant coach out there, if you're a head coach that's been an assistant or now you're a head coach and you tell your assistant coaches that they need to do a better job recruiting, you better have laid out the plan of what you want that recruiting to look like. Because if you just tell a coach, hey, I need you to do a better job recruiting, they may not even know what your expectations are. Right? So you've got to lay out the, that plan of those expectations. And so if you've done that, then you can come in and you can say, look, have you been to Georgia and Kentucky and Tennessee and Florida in the last three weeks? And have you recruited player XYZ that we talked about three weeks ago in our recruiting meeting? And have you followed up with them? And have you you know, given me some notes on each player so we can see where we are and see if see where we even are in the process? Are we even in the mix? That's some clear questioning and clear direction in terms of what you expect from them, not why I just need you to recruit better, right? So same thing with the, with the time instance, if we're talking about it, with your staff member. Why well, I need you to be on time with your staff meeting? Well, you know, excuse, excuse, excuse. No, three out of the last five staff meetings, you came in late, five minutes late to be exact, and that's not respecting my time and it's not respecting your time, right? The, those are the facts. So you need to have an introduction, right? Let them know that you care about them. You want to be honest with them up front and then get to the facts. And the facts can be as gentle or as firm as you like for those to be, but they need to be facts. Not with a lot of feeling, not with a lot of frustration, just the facts, right? And then be ready to listen. So be ready to listen. Be ready to listen openly and genuinely. You know, be concerned as you get through this and as they start talking back uh, after the introduction and after you've gotten the facts, be ready to listen. Be genuinely open. And here's a good, here's a good strategy, too, for those of you if, you, if you dread these kind of conversations. Be curious. You know, be curious. You know, I've seen you work with your team and I know the expectations that you have with your team. And, and when you all work out and when you all have practice and when you all have training, you expect your team to be there. If it's if training's at two o'clock, you expect your team to be there and ready to go by two o'clock. Right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how it is in the staff meeting. So I don't, I don't understand why you're late to staff meeting. Can you help me understand that? So be curious. Help me. Help me understand. When you're talking to an assistant coach about recruiting, help me understand where we are on the recruiting trail. Tell me, tell me why you made that decision. Tell me why you didn't make that phone call. Tell me why you treated a player with this sort of tone. Why would you think it's okay? I don't, I don't understand. Can you, can you help me? Be curious. Be curious. And then step five is practice the conversation. 
you're going to actually practice the conversation. So as we go through and we're thinking about this, that's your plan of what you're wanting to say. You've got your introduction down. You're getting your facts, right? You know you want to you want to not lead with your opinion. And then step five is practice the conversation. How many times have you ever went into a game where you've not practiced? Never. You all practice, right? Everyone practices. If you're going to do some sort of uh, concert, you always have not only practiced hours and hours and hours before the concert, you also do a mic check, Right? You come in early, you make sure the sound's good, you make sure all the musicians are in place, or you make sure you're good, you get your surroundings, you get your bearings right. And yet, half of the time, people have these difficult conversations and they'll come to me and they say, I'm so nervous, I don't know what to do. And I'll say, well, have you, have you had the conversation before the conversation? Like, have you practiced it? Well, no. Well, of course you're nervous. You don't know what you're going to say. You don't have a plan. You've not thought about it. All you're doing is expecting worst case scenario. Well, yeah, because they're going to, well, how do you know how they're going to react? And regardless of how they react, always remember this. Regardless of how they react, that's on them. That's not on you. If you show up the way you want to show up and you show up with love and kindness and compassion and empathy, regardless of how difficult the conversation is and regardless of the subject matter, then you're showing up how you want to be. You're setting the intention for the conversation. You're setting the intention for the day. You're setting the expectations for what that staff member is supposed to do. And then it's on them to make sure they follow through. But you got to practice the conversation. So if you need to, and you say, what does that look like? Well, get in front of a mirror. Get in front of a mirror and practice having the conversation. Hey, Joe, it's really good to see you today. Appreciate you taking time out of your day to come in and meet with me. It's going to be, you know, this is this is this is tough for me. It's a tough conversation for me to have. I just want you to know that up front. Uh, it's probably going to be a little tough for you to hear, uh, but I want to be honest with you, and I'm really here with your best interests at heart. And you've practiced it, and you've said it before. You've actually went in and sat down and tried to do it just on the fly. So practice the conversation. And then step six is to actually have the conversation. Get a good night's sleep. Get up early. Be prepared. Go in. Feel confident. Tell yourself that you've done all you can do to put yourself in the best possible situation you can. To show up as best as you can. And then you lay it out on the table. And regardless of how they react, if you have a tough conversation with someone and they get up and walk out and you've done all you can do from your standpoint, then you know that that's on them. And then you can follow that up later with whatever reprimand and that you have to do. But if you've not done anything in the forefront to get yourself ready to have that conversation, then that's on you. And these things can, can play out in a myriad of ways, right? It can be with your spouse. If, if you want to sit down and, and have a difficult conversation with your spouse that, that you think is just something that's, that's tough to, to talk about and you really want to talk about, whether it's you know, discipline in your kids or if it's talking about, you know, boy, honey, I would, I would really appreciate it 
if you didn't speak to me in, in that type of tone, maybe there's some other things that, uh, that, that you could say to me. And even in that moment, if you can be, if you can be curious and say, boy, I wonder what's going on with her or him that, that they would, they would say that to me. Why would they, why would they even have that sort of tone? Boy, something must really be going on there. And that helps to change your mindset as you go back and you have that conversation with them as well. So you can use these steps in a variety of different ways, again, whether it's at home or whether it's at work. So step number one, just to recap, why do you want to have the conversation in the first place? Get clarity on that. Step number two, what's the goal of the conversation? What's your real goal? What do you want as the outcome of the conversation? Remember, you only control you. Step number three, get to the right mindset. Get to the right mindset. What do you want to think and feel as you go into the conversation? Step four, have a plan for what you want to say. And then during that plan, it might go something like this. You have an introduction, right? Then you get to the facts, and then you're ready to listen and be genuinely open and concerned about what they say. Step five, practice the conversation. And step six, go and have the conversation. Just practicing alone will help build your self-confidence. Just practicing alone will help you feel empowered as you go into the conversation. Having a, having a mental checklist of, hey, I want to make sure I, I make them feel good. I want, to, I want to stick to the facts. I want to get my opinions and my feelings out of it. That will help you as you navigate through these difficult conversations. Well, thank you so much for listening this week. It's been my pleasure to come to you again with this Life Coaching for Men podcast. Can't wait to see you next week, and I hope you all have a good one. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.